Thank you for tuning in to the Springs Church Podcast. Here, you'll find messages that are powerful, inspiring, but most importantly, straight from the Word of God. If you're located near Tacoa, Georgia, or in Tacoa, Georgia, we'd love to see you on Sundays at 10.30 a.m. Enjoy today's message, and remember, we love you, Tacoa. If you have your Bible today, turn it to Luke 4. I will not preach long, I promise. Uh, Luke 4, um, and let's go at it. It says, then Jesus, being filled with the Holy Spirit, then Jesus, being filled with the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. Being tempted for, for 40 days by the devil. You see this? And that's where we're going to stop today. And in those days, he, he ate nothing. And afterward, when they had ended, he was hungry. And the devil said to him, if you are the son of God, command this stone to become bread. But Jesus answered him, saying, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. Then the devil again, talking to him on a high mountain, show him all the kingdoms. Pay attention to this. Take it at the face value. This is the Bible. This is not, this is, this is Jesus. This is the Bible. He says, then the devil take, take him up the mountain, show, show him all the kingdoms of, of the world in a moment of time. And the devil said to him, all this authority, this is what he's saying. This is what the devil said. He said, all this authority I'll give, I'll, I'll, I'll give you in the glory. For this has been delivered to me, and I give it to whomever I wish. Therefore, if you will worship before me, all will be yours. And Jesus answered and said to me, get behind me, Satan, for it is written, you shall worship the Lord your God, and him only you shall serve. Then he brought him to Jerusalem, set him on the pinnacle of the temple, and said to him, If you are the son of God, throw yourself down from there, for it is written, He shall give his angel charge over you to keep you. And in their hands they shall bear you up, lest you dash your feet, your foot against a stone. And Jesus answered again, said to him, It has been said, You shall know, you shall not tempt the Lord your God. Now, when the devil had ended this conversation, this temptation, he departed from him until an opportune time. This morning, I want to talk about know your enemy. Just because we've been seeking, we've been praying, we've been, because this is still part of the series, we've been talking about seeking the Holy Spirit, seeking, seeking, seeking his presence. And as we can see, the moment that Jesus, the Spirit came down, guess what happened? He got attacked by the enemy. What does that tell us? Just because you've been filled with the Spirit, just because you're seeking the presence of God, doesn't mean you, you like my wife said, you, 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 the enemy cannot attack you. The enemy, the enemy cannot come after you. And that's what we saw in this passage. And today we want to talk about knowing your enemy. One of the most, one of the most powerful laws of, of war is, like I, like I told you, I like World War II, World War I. They says, um, one of the things they talk about, they said, they said, as an army, you have to have intelligence over your adversary. 
you need intelligence. That's why they'll send a reconnaissance team. If you be in the army, they'll send somebody to check them out before they attack them. And 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 19, I think 1940, 1930s, the during World War II, I, do I have that quote there? During World War II, the the Office of Strategic Services, uh, it was before they were CIA, hired an American psychologist to analyze and predict the behavior of the world's most brutal tyrant. And that person was Hitler. The psychologists, before they were, even before they went to war, they were trying to understand how Hitler thought, how he thinks, how his brain works. And, and the psychologist said Hitler was a schizophrenic guy. He was paranoid. He was incapable of normal human relationship. One thing that the guy described and he predicted, he said Hitler is so prideful, he will not let nobody get him, he will kill himself. That was before that happened and actually Hitler killed himself in a bunker with his wife. But everything that Henry Murray said, it happened just like he said, because they wanted to have intelligence on the enemy. This morning, we need to know who our enemy is. And I think for us to fight this battle, we have to know who, who this person is, Satan, who he is. Your principal enemy is not human beings. The Bible says uh, we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against forces. Uh, um, uh, you have to understand how he thinks. You have to, to understand his skills. You have, for you to understand how he's going to play the game with you, you have to understand it. And let me tell you, your enemy is not the person sitting next to you. Your enemy is not the president in the White House, because some of you I know you think he's the enemy, but he's not your enemy. Your enemy is the, is the devil. He's the leader of demonic false forces. The Bible said he was once, once, once upon a time, he, he was an angel in heaven. And in and, and, and Isaiah 14, verse 12, he said, this is what he said. I think I have that verse. He said, how art thou falling from heaven, O Lucifer? He's talking about the enemy. He's talking about the devil. Son of the morning, son of the morning, how you have caught from the ground and, and, and God has kicked you down. And you want, he said, I will, this is what he says, for thou hast said in, in, in your heart, he said, the devil said, I will ascend to heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars. I will sit upon the mount of the congregation. And, 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 and that's the enemy talking. He, Satan wanted to take over. He wanted to give God a coup d'etat. He's an angel. He is clever. Let me say this, because some of us think we can't, we can't outsmart the devil. Let me tell you, the devil is way intelligent than you. Because a lot of us think, oh, I'm smart. I can't do this. But he's an angelic being. This man is smart. He, I don't know how long he's been alive, but, but he knows more stuff than you. Amen. You can't fight the enemy with your intelligence. Right. You have to, you have, that's why it's important that you stand in the word. Because you, some of us as young people, you, when your parents tell you something, you think you can't clever us. You think you're smarter than us. Especially teenagers, they think they're smarter than your than parents. Trust me. We tell you not to do things because we know we've been alive before you. Yes. Oh, you didn't know that? <laughs> because some of you are very smarty pants. <laughs> Always have a mouth. You know what's best. 
But let me tell you, the reason we tell you, we've been alive longer than you, so we see, we, we know things, we see things that happen. We have experience to say, hey, don't do this. Don't hang out with that person. And don't get involved in this because it will lead you one place. It's the same thing for us as adults too. Some of us think we can, we can, we can beat the enemy. We're clever than Satan. We, we play with things we're not, we're not supposed to play. We touch them we're not supposed to watch. We, we do things that we're not supposed to, and we think the enemy's just going to look at us like that. So look at them. You guys think in your own mind you're clever, but remember, he's a, he's a falling angel. The guy, he's smart. And that's why the Bible says, he said, put on, watch this verse, he said, put on the armor of God. He did not say put in your armor. He said the armor of God. Amen. Not your own strength to be able to fight the enemy. It's God's strength for you to be able to fight the enemy. Somebody say amen. amen. First thing the Bible called it, he said, when you go back to Luke 4, watch this. Satan, he told Jesus, this is what he says, put the, the first passage he said, he told Jesus, he said, he showed Jesus the whole nation. Uh, put verse, verse 4, I think, verse 5. He said, and, and, and he took Jesus to the mountain. He said, this is all I have. I own this place. I own every type of system. I own the financial system. I own the government system. I own everything. And Jesus did not argue with him. He didn't say, no, you, you, you're lying. Get, get, get away. Right. The Bible called him. He said, all those powers, I, I own it. I have it. And I can give it to you. All you have to do, can you please bow down and worship me? And, and most scholars believe, and Satan said, it was delivered unto me. Somebody gave it to him. And most, most scholars believe that happened at the Garden of Eden when, when Adam fell and Satan took the title deed of this earth. Look what 2 Corinthians 4 verse 4 said. This is what he says. You got that? 2 Corinthians verse 4 verse 4. He said, he said in whom the God of this world, you see how... God, say, or the Bible call him the God of this world. Watch, this is what he says. This is the Bible calling him the God of this world. Take it to the face value. I know some people say, oh, this is what the Bible says. Don't try to argue. Don't try to understand what it means. This is what it means. You can go check on Hebrews, on Greek, whatever. You, you, you think you're smart. This is what it says. The God of this world, put the second verse, John 12, verse 31. This is what he says. He said, now it's time for judgment. Now, this is Jesus talking. This is Jesus saying that. He said, the prince of this world will be driven out. Put the next verse. This is the, John 14, verse 30. He said, I will not speak with you much longer for the ruler of this world. The Bible call him the ruler of this world. You know, we used to have that song called, He got the whole world in his end. There was a movie called Poltergeist, I think, and the guy sang that song. I think that's the movie. It was a scary movie. That was my last scary movie I watched. <laughs> we don't watch scary movies at our house. Um, um, but that's what the Bible says. 
the devil, the enemy. Whether we like it or not, it's not my word. It's God's word. Take it to the face value. Don't try to glamorize it. Say that's not what he meant. This is what he's meant. He's meant the world world. He's in his hand. Sometimes we blame things on God. No, it's not God. Men kick God out of this world. Just like we kick him out of our system. In America, we kick him out. We're driving him out in our system. And now things falling apart. And then we're blaming God. Where's God? Well, you kick him out 60 years ago. You don't want to be in your school system. You don't want him to be in your government. So everybody can choose whatever that's right, whatever that's wrong. How are you going to base your law on, on your mindset? When, you, when there's no Ten commandments, commandments, there's nothing. Where are you basing the law from? Your own mindset? Your own views of what's right, what's wrong. That's why we decide to say this is right, this is wrong, because there's no, there's no foundation. Somebody say amen. amen. Not only that, that so, so what does that mean? Satan's man's plan is to ensnare the world. He's to make us, I wrote the Satan's man's plan is to ensnare the world into, into groups of stronghold. Basically what I mean by that is, is to make the world think a certain way to rebel against God. The devil's plan, because he's the God of this world, what he's trying to do every day is to make us think, to be, to be, to be in rebellion with God. It's to lead people to self-destruction. That's why he created false religion. That's why he said there's several paths, there's several ways to get to God, but there's not several ways to get to God. Let me tell you, you don't get to choose how God thinks. You don't get to say this is how God thinks. You don't get to choose that. That's not a, that's not a, it's not an option. You don't get to choose to say, I can do this, I can do that, this is how God thinks. God doesn't give you that permission. And God doesn't give you permission to tell, to tell him how he looks too. That's why he gives the word. If you really want to know him, God, do, God does not give us anybody to permission to define him. And that's what the enemy is doing. The devil, one of the ways he ensnared the world is by creating a, 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 a mindset, a way of people, to, a, a way to think. You see, the world is divided in two groups. And I was praying yesterday, and God gave this to me. The world is divided. This is, pay attention to this. The world is divided in two groups. The world mission statement is do whatever you want to do. Do as you will. If it feels good, do it. You do whatever. You choose your own path. You choose who you are. Do whatever you want. That's the world mission statement. God's mission statement, God's kingdom. You remember in the Lord's Prayer, it said, let thy kingdom come. In the same statement, he says. The world wants you to do whatever you want to do. You want to do it? It feels good? Do it. Do as you will. In fact, uh, Alex Sturr, or whatever that name, guys, he's a, he's, a, he's a church, he's a founder of Church Satan. He's one of the mission statement at the door say, do as you please, do as you will. That's the mission statement. As Christians, we don't get to choose whatever we want to do. Your mission statement to be in God's kingdom, are you with me this morning? It's to do God's will. You don't get to choose. You don't get to choose to do whatever you want to do with your life. You don't. If you want to be in God's kingdom, you have to submit yourself to his will. You don't do whatever you feel like, oh, I can do whatever I want to. No. The moment you do that, you're not in God's kingdom. The moment you choose to do whatever, oh, I can do whatever I want to. I can go do whatever I want to. Nobody can tell me anything. 
That's, you remember that's what Satan does. Did, he, that's what he did to Eve. He said, he told Eve, hey, do whatever you want. Don't listen to God. Do whatever you want. You can eat the fruit. Yeah, you will not die. Do whatever. There's no consequences. You do whatever you want. Take that bite, eat it. Do as you will. Because the enemy, one thing that he does is to, is to make us think a certain way so we can live in rebellion with God. That's why the Bible says in 2 Corinthians 10 verse 4 verse 5, he said, For the weapons of warfare are not carnal, but mighty to God through the pulling down of imagination. That exalt itself against the knowledge of God. Because the one thing the enemy is going to make you think is to do whatever you want to. This is what it says. It, 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 Paul says, oh, 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 do not, don't copy the behavior and custom of the world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way, the way you think. Not my will, but the way God, God's will and my mind, the way God thinks. Amen. Not only that, he's a master of deception. That it, because now we're trying, to, that's why, how you call that, people that watch that, a criminal mind, uh, is a, yeah, there's a way they call it uh, analysis behavior. And, and, and not only he's a God of this world, but he's a master of deception. The Bible called it, he's a, he's, he's a father of lies. This is what it says in John 18, verse 44. He said, your father is the devil. <laughs> he said, your father, Jesus is ruthless. He just let them have it. Your father is the devil. And they get mad when he say that. They say, we're, we're teaching over him. He said, you are his children, and you want to do what your father wants. He was a murderer at the beginning. He has never stood for the truth. There's no truth in him. Because there's no truth in him. Whenever, whenever that liar speaks, he speaks according to his own nature. That's mean he, the devil can't ever say Anything truthful. He can't, he can't, just like God cannot lie, God, everything that's out of God's mouth is truth. Satan, when he speaks, what a gate. What does that tell you? If the devil is telling you you are a loser, it's because he knows you are victorious. If the devil said you cannot make it, He's giving you a signal to tell you, you can make it. It's because he see the potential in you. That's why he's lying. The devil told me so many times, James, you will never be a pastor. You, you're not qualified to do this. And I said, hmm, why you keep bugging me like that? I guess I must have a call. Somebody say amen. If... Let me tell you, whatever the enemy tells you, say, you're no good, you're not going anywhere, it's the enemy telling you this because he knows God's a great plan for your life. Right. Yes. Hallelujah. Somebody say amen. amen. Somebody say amen. amen. He's a father of lies. Not only that, what does lie? Lies deception. The Bible says he deceived people. What does deception is? Deception is, is telling somebody that it can be truthful, but you tell, this, you tell somebody it's not the truth. It can be, 
that thing is right. You know, yes, there's, you know, deceitful. If somebody takes something from you, they deceive you. They tell you a lie so you end up making bad decisions. One thing that the enemy does, because he's a, de- he's a deceiver, he deceived many people not to take the right path. He deceived people to tell you, hey, because that, how, how, how do you call this? Okay, barriers, right. So, God will. So, what he does in our path, in our lives, he'll stand and say, hey, don't go this route, man. Young people, don't go this route. Christianity, serving God, it's not fun. Oh, go this route. This is more fun that way. He'll, he'll see people say they're trying to find Jesus. Jesus is the only way. Oh, don't take that path. Don't go to that path. Hey, there's many ways to go to heaven. In fact, man, what are you talking about? Go to this route. Take, the, take, the, take this detour. Take this path. Oh, you, 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 be faithful to your wife. Who does that? Oh, you, everybody having an affair. They, they talk like an affair is like a black tie event. Don't you know everybody's sleeping around? Don't you know that everybody, they have have mistress? That's what people do in 21st century. You can't can't stick with one woman, you got to sleep around. No, no, don't do this. There's no consequences. Kids not going to get hurt. Nobody's going to get hurt. It's okay. That's what 21st century, everybody's getting divorced. Everybody's cheating around. You can't do this. You you know, take this path. He blocked people to tell them, hey, you can do whatever you want to do your life. We can do whatever you want to. Don't take that path. Don't live that life of prayer, man. Who does? Why the pastor is talking about prayer so much like that, man? You don't need all of this. Live your life the way you want to, man. Those people are extreme. They they're talking about the devil. It's this is old school stuff. It's twenty first century, man. We got everything. Blocking people to follow to find the truth. He does that through the media. Oh. Oh, he does that to the media. Oh, 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 really, really, really? You can have hate in your heart. Then that's how everybody does it. That's what he does. Don't, don't love people. Don't treat people right. That's what everybody is. Uh, dogs, they call it, how you call it in the business world. Everybody's eating each other. Yeah. <laughs> Trust me, English is not my first language. I'm not American. <laughs> don't judge me. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but that's what the enemy does. Interrupt our life. You remember Potiphar's wife? You remember that? His God has a plan for, 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 for Joseph. God wants to use him mightily. And then he's Potiphar's wife because that's what the enemy does. He sent Potiphar's wife to come. You know, God has a plan for, for Joseph. And then his Potiphar is going, trying to sleep with him. That was an interruption. And God's plan in his life. That was the enemy said hey, man, you can't sleep with somebody else's wife. Nobody's going to know. And guess what? If Joseph slept with her, because the Bible says her husband knew in, her, in his heart that she was lying. She, he, he, he knew. He, he, knew. <laughs> he knew the truth. 
And the enemy sometimes will send, bring people into your life, friends, relationship, to deter you from God's plan into your life. Because that's what he does to deceive you as young people, to deceive you in your marriage, to deceive you in your destiny. He'll send people to, to make sure you take a detour. That's what he does because he's the father of deception. Somebody say amen. amen. Somebody say amen. amen. Last, four, number four, he said, not only that, not, not only he's a deceiver, he's a thief. Oh, yes, he's a thief. John 10, 10 says, the thief comes to come only to steal and kill and destroy, but I have come to give life, that you have life more abundantly. The Bible says in Mark 4, verse 15, one of the reasons, let me give you the secret why I pray every sermon, because I, you guys probably say, why does pastor do that? Now you're going to know why. Let me tell you why I do that. You didn't know that? You want me to tell you why I pray after service? I pray three points, two points. Let me tell you why. Is it okay I tell you the secret? Because yes. I'm not trying to deceive nobody. <laughs> this is what it says. Some people are like seed along the path where the word is sown. Where the word is sown. As soon as they hear it, Satan comes and takes away the word that was sown in them. Do you ever ask yourself why after you listen to a sermon, you got to touch your heart, and you say, I'm not going to be the same. Some of you who don't say take notes, it's bad because you don't return nothing. I'm just throwing shades on some of you. <laughs> That's why I take notes. But one thing the enemy does is to make you forget what you heard. Because faith, the moment you have the word of God, in your heart, then you start having faith. Faiths come by hearing and hearing the word of God. That's why the enemy will do everything he can do to create distraction, to create other things while you're at church, you don't pay attention because he knows the moment you put this word inside of you. The moment you guard this word inside of you, it doesn't matter what other people are saying. It does not matter what the government says or the school system says or in college they tell you God doesn't exist, you know, big bang, whatever that happened. But if the word's inside of you, it doesn't matter what other people are saying, but because the word inside, I'm going to believe what God's word says. So what the enemy does, he comes to steal the word in your life. It's not my word, it's the Bible. You can argue with me about that. So that's why after sermon, now you know why. That's why I pray is to protect what you just heard. Probably some of you, you've been coming and you say, man, I'm going so fast. Why am I, I want more of God. You probably don't understand that. One of the reasons is, is because you don't forget because you're praying, you're protecting what God's, what God's telling you. Somebody say amen. amen. Oh, you're here with me this morning. This is what Paul says, 1 Thessalonians 3, verse 5. This is what he says. This is crazy. I read this passage. I put this one here. This is what he says. This is Paul talking to, the, to that church. He said, for this reason, when I could, I could stand it no longer, Paul understood after he sent that message or the letter to them, he knew the enemy would come and attack them. And Paul said, I was anxious. Watch this. Watch this. This, this verse is crazy. This is for this reason. Are you reading with me this morning? 
For this reason, when I could stand it no longer, I sent to find out about your faith. I was afraid that in some way, the tempter had tempted you, tempted, tempted you, and that your labors might have been in vain. Paul said, I was afraid after I speak that word, after I sent that letter to you, that the enemy will come and take that away from you. Closing. In fact, you can come. I told you I wasn't preaching long this morning. How did Jesus defeat the enemy? And how do we defeat the enemy? Just because we're seeking the presence of God, we're after God, we're seeking him. How did Jesus defeat the enemy? It's by doing, go back to the first passage, all the way back to Luke 4. It's by doing what the word says and say what the word says. Let me say that again. How do you defeat the enemy? You defeat the enemy with the word of God. The problem, you remember when I talk about do as you will, the mission statement of the world, do whatever you want, do whatever it feels good, do it. Jesus says, I'm not making that decision. The word of God says it. You said, therefore, put the first, verse five. He says, verse four, four, five. He said, the devil take to him on a high mountain and show him all the kingdoms. And the devil said to him, all this authority I'll give to you and the glory for this has been delivered to me. Put number six, yeah. It says, put the next verse. Uh, therefore, if you will worship before me, all will be yours. And Jesus answered, this is not me. This is what the word says. The problem with you, you think you can defeat the enemy with your own word. That's why he's going to deceive you. This is not me, man. I, I understand your view, but I know it's modern, 21st century. I know what this about marriage, but this is not me. The word of God says. I don't care if Facebook shut us down, whatever. The word of God says. He created male and female. Hello? It's not me. I know, I know 21st century, we're trying to be cool, we're trying to understand, but it's, it's, it's not me. It's the word of God. I know we're not going to hear that in the modern day church, but we say it like it is here. We don't, it, no filter. <laughs> you, you, you want it, you keep it, whatever. I don't care. But Jesus defeated the enemy because he said, hey, man, this is nothing to do with me. The word of God says, I will. That's what the word of God said. Not my will, but this is what, I'm not going to make a decision over this thing. If God says it, Satan, if God says it, there's, there's only one way. You're not stopping me. If he says it, you're not stopping me. You're not going to deter me. If he says I need to stay faithful with my marriage, it doesn't matter what everybody is doing. I will stay faithful to my spouse. It doesn't matter what the world religion said. There's five ways, six ways to heaven. But there's only one way. There's only one way. There's only one way. And Jesus is the way. Jesus is the way. Jesus is the way. I don't care what MTV said. I don't care what the government said. I don't care what my peers are doing. If God says to be holy, I'm going to be holy. If God says I have to, I have to love people, it doesn't matter if they want to say, I need to have hate in my heart. I'm going to love them.
Somebody say amen. Nobody going to stand before me. I don't care if I'm by myself. I don't care if I go to high school and there's peer pressure to sleep around. It doesn't matter what they say. Satan, I will not take that path. Somebody say amen. Amen. Let's raise our hand. Come on, get up on your feet this morning. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You know what? Take this thing out. Take this thing out. (laughs) Hallelujah. Come on. Come on. Don't listen to the lies of the enemy this morning. He's a liar. Some of you, he's been bombarding, bombarding your mind with so many lies. So many lies in this generation. Every time you turn to TikTok, Facebook, everything you see is lies. Lies, nothing truth. Especially the news, they don't say anything truthful. It's always lying. Who are you going to believe this morning? Who are you going to believe this morning? Who are you going to believe this morning?